1: Hello,
0: everyone, and welcome back to Food Therapy Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about my first experience, wedding dress shopping. And I'm, you know, I'm excited to chat about it, what came up for me, and hopefully give some tips for some future brides out there when you go wedding dress shopping or honestly just shopping in general. It does Mm -hmm. not have to be for a wedding dress.
1: Yeah. And also just like big events in general that might cause stress of like, Oh, I need to look a certain way. There's going to be so many photos, et cetera. But yeah, Brittany and I haven't talked about it yet. So this is the first time that I'm going to hear about her experience along with you guys. So tell us, where'd you go? What'd you do? (laughs) So
0: I went to a studio in New York. It's called Mark Ingram. They were doing a trunk show. And to be honest, I feel like the wedding dress piece is the part that I'm least excited for, for the wedding. And I think it has more to do with the fact that when I was growing up, I loved event planning. I loved the details of event planning. I love parties. I love throwing parties. And I never really envisioned like me in this wedding dress. It was always me throwing a party.
1: Mm.
0: So when it came to actual wedding planning, I started to like think of different dress cuts that I like and things that I envision myself in one of my best friends who is getting married in October, she already went through this process and she was like, it's surprising because when you actually start to try on different styles, the styles that you think that you'll love, like don't actually end up being the ones that you end up with. Mm. And there are some styles that she like never pictured herself wearing. And that was a style that she landed on. Wow. So I really went in with like a completely open mind. And I will say like, I the experience in the beginning, it was just like strange. Like the, there were hundreds of wedding dresses and the sizing of wedding dresses. And again, like I have been straight size privilege. They're tiny. So they're putting these dresses on you. I had one out of 10 dresses that could actually like physically zip What? because they have only, I don't know if this is a New York thing because The studios itself are so small, but they only are able to hold like one size in each dress. Wow. So they're not really fitting you at this stage for the dress. And so I'm trying all these dresses on and it's almost like hard to imagine because they're clipping the back, but I can't really see how it looks on me. And at the same time, I'm like, you know, in terms of inclusivity, the place that I went to, like it was not size inclusive. At all, like even for people who are straight size, but certainly for people who are more plus size and yeah. extended sizing. So I don't know. I mean, overall, like it was definitely a really fun experience. I had my mom and sister there. I made them close their eyes, and like they kept opening them. I'm like Can <laughs> you keep them closed. <laughs> like I wanted to really part of the surprise. Yeah, it definitely made it feel more real. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, I with. <sighs> with the wedding in general like i will definitely talk more on this but of course like being in the space that i'm in and the work that i do i will not diet for this wedding and i even said to the person who's pulling dresses like i want a dress that i can wear that i can eat regularly eat normally i'm not starving myself you know i i just want a dress that i don't feel like i have to look a certain way to fit into because you know, certain styles are really tight and Mm -hmm. you have to like be so cautious. Like I don't want any of that. I want it to feel really free flowing. So I did mention that I was very grateful that this person did not ask me, like if I was planning on losing weight, because I've heard of many friends where the dressmakers were like, how much weight are you planning to lose? Mm. It's just like expectation that, you know, you have to look the best you ever look. Mm Um, something that I did want to mention that someone said to me that like really struck me was, um, I was talking to Fiona. She's, you know, someone who I do supervision with and she was saying like, she had a client years and years and years ago who said to her that at her wedding, she was the smallest she had ever been in her life. And obviously since then she had put on like pretty significant amount of weight, but the photos that she has all around her house, or this version that she only was for a snapshot of time. Mm. And it is this constant reminder of how small she was at that stage in life. And that really struck me because I'm like, I want photos around my home that look like me today. Yeah. I don't want it to be a version of myself that I'm going to be grieving and mourning. I want it to look like how I look like. And I think... Yeah. I feel like I'm talking a lot. So tell me what you think.
1: <laughs> I love that. It's so true. Like it's instead of those pictures being like, oh, that was such a nice time. That was awesome. We had the best wedding. Like maybe that is a component for her, but also it's like, oh, the, the diet I went on before that or the, you know, just to get to that size, like you're you're going to have that memory. Like, why don't you just have, it's so empowering to have the memory of like, that was just me and it's still me. And and I
0: still look like me. I still yeah. connect to that person. Yeah. And of course, like,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I think another component of the it's really interesting. Like, I feel like wedding dress shopping, it's so tough. Cause like you said, like, I mean, they're expensive dresses. They can't have every single size. You know, it's just like oh, no. not, not realistic. But it's interesting that they have the smallest possible size. I would think they would have the bigger sizes and then like clip them in the back
0: and it's weird wedding dresses aren't regular sizing so it's not like two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, 10 12 like right. upwards it's really different sizing but all I know is like I had one dress that zipped and the re- I had one dress that didn't even go up my thigh and I was mm-hmm. like I don't want to rip it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are really expensive yeah but most of them I was able to get on my body but I I they didn't close like at all yeah. Yeah. So that's, that is interesting. And, yeah. you know, again, this is one store. I'm actually going to be going to two more stores in May and just starting to get like more of an idea of what I want, what yes. I like, but I'm a kind of like happy armor. I have the, uh, script of what I will say mm-hmm. if weight loss is brought up or if people do approach me, I'm going to say like, listen, like I, I'm not changing anything, so mm-hmm. I want to feel good in how, however I look now. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because then people are like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a dietitian. I work with eating disorders and disorder of eating and helping people hear their relationship with food. So please yes. don't ask me about weight loss.
1: Yeah, literally. And it's fascinating, not fascinating, but I don't know, just a point of like, I would assume that it's very similar to you know, when you keep those clothes around from when you were in a smaller body and you're like, oh, well, I'll get back to that. Similar with wedding dresses where people are like, oh, well, I'm planning on this. So like, let's make it this size, which is like messed up because then it's just setting yourself up for, you're literally setting yourself up for failure. Even if you do become that size, like how stressful is it to have to be a certain size? So, I have so many thoughts on this, but one thing I will say is I have several girlfriends
0: who after their wedding, once they ended up regaining weight, because it's mm-hmm. not sustainable to yeah. be that size, there was so much grief. Like I want to go back to my wedding weight. And it's like, but mm-hmm. your body was never meant to be there. Yeah, And so I feel like it creates this expectation and it makes mm-hmm. it so much harder to not focus on your body. Yep. That's one thing. The second thing is I like leading up to my wedding. I want to be really happy. It's a stressful time in itself. Imagining like not being able to eat certain foods, not being able Mm -hmm. to go out and celebrate because I'm trying to shrink my body. Mm -hmm. That to me would put on so much more stress on what already is a pretty stressful time period. And I want to be able to try the cake. I want to try the different hors d'oeuvres. I want to be able to celebrate with friends leading up to it. And it makes me so sad that so many brides miss out on all these opportunities for what should be a really happy time. And they end up being like miserable and cranky and irritable and lightheaded and dizzy because they're starving themselves. Mm -hmm.
1: And the amount of horror stories I've heard too of like, oh, I didn't eat my wedding cake. Like, also, can we talk about this? Apparently I've heard this a few times that people like don't get real like five layer oh yeah that's so real you guys okay so this is the reason a
0: lot of people don't eat the wedding cake and so people do like pass around desserts Mm -hmm. so what people do now is it's like a styrofoam cake and then there's one layer that the bride and groom or the bride and the bride and the groom and the groom whoever will slice into and, and that's the cake and then there are people who do it traditionally i personally like love wedding cake oh same love um, so I don't know what we're going to do yet, but yes, that is very real.
1: That's insane. I feel like there's so many of these like little hacks and everything like that you're probably learning about. It's wild. Just
0: wait until you get on wedding TikTok. It's oh, like, a whole, it's like five things I wish I didn't do for my wedding. <laughs> one. It's, it is, it's definitely a new realm, but you know, I want to continue to have this conversation and dialogue because I do think that there, again, is so much pressure on, Brides during this time. And it should be a really happy time. It should be, you know, how do you want to feel on your wedding day? Mm-hmm. Like how what like what do you want to feel like? Like I want to feel really happy. I want to feel loved. I want to feel um present and be able to take in every single moment. It's really hard to do that when
1: you're hungry. It just is. It really is. And like you said, all of the stress that you already have, and then that on top of it, oh my gosh. I and
0: then it's also like the pandemic stress, like, will there be another wave? Will um, we be okay?
1: Like it's I actually just saw Um, I follow Fox 29 Philly. And apparently Fauci just came out and said that we're out of the pandemic phase.
0: Yeah, I think that was I saw that too, but a lot of people on TikTok were coming out with a lot of scientists and a lot of doctors Mm -hmm. are like. He was misquoted, or even if he did say that, like we're not. Like right. the rates are really high. I know so many people in the last two weeks who have gotten COVID. I don't know. Like it's I, I think we're gonna be in this for a while. And it depends on your comfort level and like what yeah. you're willing to do. Mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of people, unfortunately, who don't have that option. Like if you're yeah. immunocompromised, if you're going right. through chemotherapy treatment. So the mass mandate on the planes was. I personally am like, ugh. Like that was like the one thing that made me feel okay flying.
1: Right. Well, it's so, it's not funny, but like kind of like, it's just like funny in terms of like the way that Philly is always such a shit show. Like the the mask mandate's like gone for traveling and Philly's like reinstating yes. it. We're all like, what is going on? Like classic Philly, like always being a shit show. <laughs> I actually, I have
0: a wedding in Philly next weekend. Come see the house. I know. I don't even know where we're saying, but yeah. yeah. So Is it it's, in the city? I believe it's in the city. Yes. Oh my God. Well, it might not be in the city. Okay. I don't know. I, I will oh, I'll I'll let you, have, you know offline. You have to come see it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also have never yeah. met Jeremy. What?
0: No. no. Wait, I've never met Austin. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's crazy. We'll have to plan a real Philly weekend. Yes. And or you can come to New York <laughs> and see us too. Yeah. I
1: can also do that. But I don't think I would ever be able to convince Austin. He, I mean, I hate New York. He really hates New York. Really, it's too, <laughs> too loud. It's just so much. It is a very
0: stimulating environment to be in. Like, I'm surprised that
1: you like it.
0: I, I have like love. Hate. I don't want to say hate. I have a love at times dislike relationship. Yeah. I love the convenience. I love yeah. walking. Yeah, so I can walk everywhere. The one thing that I really struggle with, and this is a lot to do with like my sensitivity to noise and my ADHD yep. is the sirens and mm-hmm. the buses. There's a lot of noise. Yeah. And I was like walking on the street yesterday with my mom and I was like, I'm like about to lose my shit. And I always feel guilty being like, I hate the siren noise because we're saving someone, but it is so deafening. Yeah. It's yep. so that part, I also, you know, unfortunately there is a lot of like mentally ill people in the street and it at times can feel unsafe. I had a yeah. friend who was attacked, um, a few months ago by someone with like a bag of books. I had another friend whose brother was attacked in his car. So you have to be really, really cautious. And then the last thing I will say is the trash is just not great. <laughs> I mean, all <laughs> those that, things. Yeah but having said all that, I do love it. Like I love dining. I love restaurants. I love trying new cocktail bars. You have shows, you have access to so much diversity, so much culture that you really don't see in many other places. So again, it's a love dislike.
1: Yeah. 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 That's why when Austin moved here to Philly, when I was still at Delaware at school and he was coming here for PT school, I was like, literally this is never gonna work out I hate cities but it was really just because I grew up in New York and I came here and I was like this is perfect because it had that like it cultural is. component you like forget awesome. that like when you're in the suburb I mean there's like you know good restaurants and stuff but here like we have access to so many like there's always new fun places Amazing. popping up like you know so it's funny because yeah like I grew up I mean, literally anytime my parents would be like oh we're going to the city I would hate it especially as like a young anxious kid yes. like, wait
0: same same oh my God. i hated it in when i was younger but then i grew into yeah appreciating it for what it is but yeah it, it can definitely be hard if you are if, if you are someone who struggles with like a lot of stimulation a lot of noise mm-hmm. <laughs> it sometimes is not the most ideal
1: yeah environment yeah to be in. so That's um for sure Serious question. (laughs) Back to wedding dresses. What is like the price range we're looking at? Oh my god! I it
0: completely ranges. Yeah. Like when? Okay. So I will say this. When it comes to any wedding, you can spend. It's it's hard to even put a number to because you know, it also depends like different parts of the country. Like some Mm -hmm. people will spend like a few thousand on a wedding. Some people spend like a million dollars on a wedding. Mm -hmm. There's a huge range and that goes for gowns. Like you can spend a thousand dollars, $2,000. You can spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars So I think it depends on the customization. Mm. It depends on how, um, intricate the gown is. So the more beadwork, the more floral, like the more intricate the dress, the more expensive. But the other thing you have to keep into mind too, is the alterations can get really pricey. Mm-hmm. So even if you buy a certain gown or a certain dress, like typically like they alter it to like really fit your body perfectly, which I think is so interesting because I feel like my body kind of ebbs yeah. and flows. Like,
1: like my, my pants can be like, yeah.
0: yeah, my pants sometimes would be like really tight. And then like, yeah, the following week, they're like, oh, they're like a little loose, even if I'm not like paying attention to what I'm doing. Yeah. But I I asked my friends like, how much do florals cost? They're like, Brittany, that is like the most vague question because it, it, there's such a range. So yeah, that it's hard to answer because there yeah. really is such a range, but
1: you're talking about you, like flowers, right? Like
0: bouquets and stuff. When I said florals. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But going back to the gowns, like there's, there's such a range. Yeah. Like you can get a gown for $500 or like Obviously the fabric and, you know, if it's more designer or custom, it it can definitely range and vary.
1: Yeah. So with all of this, what would be your tips for anybody that's shopping for a big event, shopping for a wedding dress? Is there anything that you can do the day of, maybe prepare for before, have an action plan for after and during... Yeah. So I would say
0: if you are anxious or if you're nervous, you know, doing some grounding work prior, maybe having some tea, um, listen to some calming music, bring someone who you feel safe with, who you feel comfortable with that, you know, if you do find yourself being triggered or upset that they can help to calm you. Mm-hmm. But I think the grounding work before and mentally preparing yourself and saying like, it's not about the dress. It's not about how you look. It's about how you feel. Mm-hmm. And it's more so the person that you get to marry yeah. or if it's not a wedding, like the celebration, like to really focus on what is it that you're actually going to? Yeah. Because I think we get so caught up in our appearance, our dress, how we look, how the photos look. When really it's like, you get to marry someone that you you love and build a life together. And this is like really the beginning of your story. Yeah. So that's one thing I would say. I also think it's really helpful to try and find on social media people that look like you. And this mm-hmm. is really hard because... I, when I was going on bridal website, a lot of them were just like size two models. I'm like Got this, it. none of these dresses would look like that on me, yeah. but I actually came across different websites with different brides who actually I did relate to. And I did feel like I kind of looked like them. Mm-hmm. So if you can like look at different bridal websites, like, um, use hashtags like mid size bride or plus size bride or. Yeah you know, different ways to view brides, I think could be really helpful. And also like, see what styles you like, see what styles are comfortable. And if you feel the pressure to diet and to shrink your body, like, you know, first of all, like I'm holding space and I get it. This is like a really high pressure time and diet culture like thrives on vulnerability thrives so diet culture is everywhere like you know shedding for the wedding but at the end of the day like what do you want that day to feel like do you want to feel happy and full like emotionally full and what do you want to walk away from remembering like i don't want to walk away remembering that i was starving all week and that i was like lightheaded and cranky I want to remember that I was like full of life and, yeah. you know, that I get to like marry this person who I'm obsessed with and mm-hmm. my friends and family that are there for us. But yeah. again, holding a ton of space because it's, it's hard. It's yeah. definitely hard. Even yeah. being in the space that I'm in, like, I'm like, yeah, like, there's a lot of pressure.
1: Right. And being in a straight size body too. It's hard.
0: Yeah. Even being in a straight size body. So again, like like, I have certain privileges, right. even just like finding a wedding gown. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a challenge, but I'm excited to like, continue talking about this process, like mm-hmm. not getting married for a year. And I want to continue to talk about things that come up for me and, and things that I see come up for clients, because I do think it's important to have these conversations because oftentimes the conversations around wedding days are more related to like how you look, what you weigh, your hair, your makeup. But we really like, how are you feeling? How do you want to feel on this day?
1: I love that. Yeah. I had a client at one point where she was getting married and there was a lot of, you know, that this kind of stuff coming up and something that was really helpful for her was like journaling before she went in, went into wedding dress shopping Mm -hmm. and was like envisioning the day and not thinking about how she looked, but more so, like you said, like cultivating the feeling, what are the feelings that she wanted to have and how would we get her to feel that way? Right. So being in a dress that's skin tight might be good for her, might be not right. Right. Might not be. And mostly she wants to be comfortable so she can dance and have fun and laugh and not like, feel like there's a corset, like puncturing her ribs you know yeah. like um so that goes for the style to Lauren. so like mm-hmm. I love the
0: look of like off the shoulder
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when I put the off the shoulder dress on I'm like I can't move oh, that like would drive I want to be able to like dance and yeah. feel free I want to take photos with friends and family and I'm like well that's off like I'm definitely not going to do off the shoulder for that reason
1: yeah that would drive me nuts even strapless because pulling it up if it falls exactly yep so annoying exactly. um but yeah, journaling and just like really picturing yourself like as if the day already happened or as if you're in it and journaling in that place of like, oh my gosh, yesterday was the best day ever. I felt radiant. I felt, you know, happy. I felt fulfilled. I felt loved. Right. And how are we going to cultivate those feelings? Well, inviting people that you love, cutting people off the list that you feel like you have to invite. I mean, obviously with, you know, within reason, if like they're family and whatnot, but anyway, uh, getting a comfortable wedding dress, wearing, you know, having some sort of like, how can you, cause there's so many different gowns. Like how can we, um, if you're really insecure about a part of your body and, you know, you know, that's going to be a trigger for you on your wedding day. Is there like A cape that you can get, you know, there's like these beautiful, like bejeweled capes and things, you know, like how can you make yourself feel the most comfortable without having to immediately be obsessed with your body or immediately have to change your body?
0: Yeah. And one more thing that I wanted to mention too is if you are trying on gowns and you're looking in the mirror and you start to find yourself spiraling, are you able to challenge some of those thoughts? Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh my God, I don't like how my arms look wow, I get to marry Mm -hmm. my person. Um, you know, how, how will this stress make me be able to dance and move? And so if you do find yourself kind of spiraling or having a lot of critical self-talk, how can we neutralize some of that language? And again, still holding space, but being able to challenge some of those critical thoughts.
1: Yep. Yeah. And if you don't feel like you're there yet and you're like, well, I have those critical thoughts, but I don't know what the heck to say back to them. Um, my favorite exercise is just like in your head, put that thought on a leaf and let it float down a stream away from you. Um, and just kind of like peel yourself away from the mirror for a second, because a lot of the times I find, uh, from prior experience and from clients that if you continue to stare in the mirror, it's hard to get those thoughts out of your head. So just like, feeling yourself away for a minute, maybe go to the bathroom, like watch that thought float away on a leaf mm-hmm. and, you know, go from there. Yeah, I, I
0: love that. So yes, this will be an ongoing conversation. If you guys have any specific topics, either around wedding planning or even just mental health, disordered eating, intuitive eating, reach out to us via DM. We're so open to, you know, conversations and topics and we want to be able to curate episodes around what you guys want to listen to. And please, please, please rate, review, subscribe. It would mean so much to Lauren and I, and it's a way to get our podcast out there so we can really help cultivate a community of like-minded people. Yay. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Food Therapy. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to support our podcast, please subscribe, hit download, and share it with your community. We value your feedback. If you feel inspired, please leave a review. Let us know what you've learned and what you would like to hear next.